halfway there. You either got less hair or more coming out everywhere. Getting more deaf, worrying about death. All the tires you got are spare. Unexplained coffin while choosing your coffin. Getting some laughs in and choking on taffy. Squeaking more than a dolphin. Rolling at the kids, soiling undies with skids. Wondering if we fucked it up, can we still make the mic drop? Genexing, texting, vexing, exiting. But not yet, not yet. We're just halfway there. Halfway there. Hi, I'm Jenny Tear. Hi, I'm Kim Gaynor. Hi, I'm Camilo Fantasia. Welcome to Halfway There, a podcast about the new middle age. Are you doing ASMR, Camille? I was so out of breath last in the last episode because I was coming from my Madonna audition, which I'm still I in know. the running. Right. Mm-hmm. But I'm just trying to be real. This week, I'm trying to, you know, dial it back, be real chill about the Yeah, intro. I would love to do a Lonely Hearts episode where we had people who wanted to ask us questions about their love life. Oh, and absolutely. Can we talk about doing that? We put that out there. We did answer questions. Well, I don't know if they were specifically love life questions, but remember? Yeah, we answered one question at least. (laughs) Yes, we did. About being an adult. That was a really good question. We want want more questions. um, Yes. To provide our well-researched, fact-based, always, expertise. Yes. We will be consulting the psychiatric journal version. What are we on for? DSM. What is it? DVS. Five. Five. We're on five. We're on five. DSM five. Homosexuality is is not a psychiatric disorder at this point, right? So wait, they issue new psychiatric guidelines every. Not very often. So often. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. It's when you've discovered fun, new fun disorders, then they update it. Mm-hmm. Or when they decide that certain things, other things are not a disorder, like being gay. The gay. Well, that's still, yeah, the gay. You know, that's still on the. No, it's not. It's, not. it's no, it's I not. Think. It's absolutely not. I'm bad. I will that. not buy into your gay nostalgia, um, your, your nostalgia for the bad old days. Now, I think, and I think like, uh, I'm, listen, it's fact-based, but this is going to be an opinion, um, hot take, but mm-hmm. is it what we now call nine bi- non-binary used to be gender Lesbian? dysphoria? Yes. No, wasn't there something called gender dysphoria? There still is. Well, what is yeah. it? Oh, uh, gender dysphoric. I think it's still used. Okay, that's real. I think I know what it is. Thank you. Thank you. Gender dysphoria means that you are um, experiencing a con, experiencing some kind of conflict that could be emotional or physical or psychological um, due to the difference in your um, biological sex and or your biological gender and what you feel that your gender is okay and what your gender is i guess okay so it's no longer would be categorized as a disorder it's just it's a disconnect that you can address it's, it's, by it's something that is it's something that's treated still and yeah. um I don't know if the. But uh, it's treatable now, whereas in the past they would have given you like a lobotomy or like, you know, electro electrotherapy until they fried your brain. Yeah, probably. probably. Yeah. Like that. Maybe. Yeah. 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 Although certainly there are people who had. Who is that woman in Copenhagen? Oh, yeah. Um, there was a, the first. Christine something something. Boransky? Yeah. Yes, Christine Baranski, exactly, in the Gilded Age when she did gender reassignment surgery. You're, uh, thank you oh, for being so up to date. All she's done is facial reassignment, as far as I can tell. Christi- Christine Baranski? The fact-based, hello, Camila, <laughs> I can tell the actual information. We're still, in, we're still in the Tucker Carlson opinion segment of the podcast. No, please. No, nothing Tucker Carlson. Can he go away? Can people stop repeating the stupid shit that he says, please? Um, her name was Christine Jorgensen. Yes. Okay. Um, I have bad news about Tucker Carlson. More Is Democrats. He dead? 
now he's not dead. But they did oh, God, a poll on like more Democrats watch Tucker Carlson than like watch MSNBC. He has one of the highest <laughs> rated TV shows in the country. Right. That's why. Is that just because they like to be riled up or what? Like maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the same reason why Trump had so many Twitter followers. Because it's you want to. He's outrageous. And it's yeah. the reason yeah. why Truth Social isn't really taking off, and none of the other because you don't have anything to react to and be, you know, outraged at no matter what side you're coming at it from. If like if it's an echo chamber, how boring is that, right? Mm. Uh, I, personally, yeah. I prefer. I, don't know. An echo I hate chamber. cable news so much. Yeah, it's it's not good. It, it's it's not so good. dreadful. God, even was, during even CNN. It's oh God, I, can't, I can't watch it. I can't watch, no, no, it's unwatchable. I can't watch MSNBC. I can't watch CNN. It's it's God, it's awful. They it were really talking is. about they're like, here are the facts about why gas prices are so high. And then I'm like, none of this is facts that you're just saying. Not only that, but it's come out that Jeff Zucker was basically like Andrew Cuomo's water boy. I mean, there's like. Oh, the whole very Cuomo uh, saga is so oh, 100%. Yucky. So corrupt, like so distasteful, really. I mean, yeah, pretty gross. state TV for the state of New York. It was not, not what's coming out about his conduct at CNN is not, not admirable. Did and he, he was shipping also- like Andrew Cuomo's ex, like communications director. <laughs> so but nasty. I... Listen, yeah. no shade on communications directors, but they seem to get around a lot. Like they seem to get past around I mean, I, quite a bit. God, I'm in the wrong profession. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I am. But amid the morass of horrible news, like something really stood out to me today um, yeah. as a shining beacon. And that's uh, about Heidi Montag, who is a very peripheral <laughs> pop culture person in my life. I understand. Did she you was watch that- The Hills? No, I don't understand what The Hills was. I assume Hollywood. Oh, you Hills. didn't even watch the show? Of course not. But I assume it's Hollywood Hills, or is it like the Appalachian? I don't know. But but, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't even, <laughs> was it a, I I don't know if it was a reality show. If yes, it was a, on MTV. So it was not. A, it was not a drama. So it was not. It was not about show. hillbillies. Okay. Yeah, it's not the Appalachian Hills. Okay. Although I love that as a sketch. Oh <laughs> like, my god, it'd be amazing. <laughs> it would be really good. They all work in a um, mine. They're trapped in a mine and forced to interact with each other. <laughs> yeah. Twelve strangers um, trapped in a mine. <laughs> Yeah. With a hot tub and lots of exactly. alcohol. Exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah. Can you believe he's dating her now? Uh, well, they the other are cousins, one, so. Yeah, the other one died of black lung. Uh, yeah, that would so be great So we've just alienated our, now our West Virginia. We're just crossing off states. <laughs> yeah, we're just going crossing through. Crossing off states. Um, okay, so, so what apparently, about Apparently, in an attempt to be more fertile and become pregnant, she's now eating raw organ meat. So we need to fight a war, clearly, because <laughs> our people are very not only that just bored. Not only, Dec- yeah, not only that, decadent. Uh-huh. She's not keeping it at home, sort of in the privacy of her own kitchen. She is strolling around L.A. with a bison heart that she's nibbling yeah. on as she's, you know, not going to the Grove Mall or something. Well, it's the hottest accessory. <laughs> is raw meat um also i will admit to spending like maybe too much time on kanye west's instagram this weekend oh how's he doing he's not doing well you guys (laughs) kanye Kanye or kanye it's kan yeah it's ye ye kanye or whatever oh it's not yay it's ye. Oh, uh, or maybe it's yay. No, but I, I was know. making a pun. Kanye or Kanye. Oh, it I, was I like it. I like it. I'm sorry we didn't give you your disturbing. credit. Thank you. It was disturbing. He, I feel, he, I kind of, I have to say, I feel sorry for him. It's like he's you, not doing very well, right? He. <laughs> it's weird. Him. He's like doing he's very not. well on the one hand and not on the other hand. <laughs> yes. Look, I can, I think it's fair that he's like, I don't want my kid on fucking 
TikTok and I feel like I'm being antagonized. I, I think that's fair, but it's also like that's that's kind of the family you chose to have children children. I don't know. It's it, it, I mean, are you sadly I am so up to date as well. Like, I am too. Like DL, you've seen the whole DL, DL Hughley. Hugh, yes, DL Hughley. No, what did Hewley. he say? Camilo, you do the honors. No, you, I'll take wait, the. What? He he. This is so embarrassing. I'm like, what's I don't, don't want to channel a black man. I'm sorry. It's a, no, but he basically said, no, I'm not going to imitate him. He said that Kanye was um was stalking Kim, right? Yes, it does seem like that. It. I mean. The uh, TikTok issue aside, I think that's valid, Jen. But Kanye is 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 threatening, and and not just with this video, which I'm sure is well within, you know, whatever fair use, whatever whatever the response to something being like uh, a threat or something. It's satire, blah blah blah. Scary, freaking creepy satire, but it's satire. But the constant talking about kicking his ass and all of this stuff. Yeah. It's creepy. It's like, get a hold of yourself, dude. I well, know. he did say that he would yeah. send people to Barry or. Yeah. Okay. So that's. Rid of DL Hewley. I will say DL Hewley was not doing himself any favors by saying basically, lol, did you forget to stop by CVS and pick up your meds? You know? Oh, yeah. Um, people uh, openly ridicule him for being oof. crazy. That's not cool. It's oh, all there's, very there's rough. Every, everyone is basically like, you take your meds, dude. Uh, you know, being, being, don't be afraid of getting rid of the crazy. That, that, that's become like ubiquitous to yeah. make fun of him being like a Looney Tunes. Well, that's, that's interesting. That way of phrasing that don't get, don't be afraid of to get away to get rid of the crazy. Do you think that that, you know, do you think uh, that that has something to do with it? Do you think maybe he doesn't want to seek mental health help or he doesn't take his meds because he's afraid that his genius is coming from the crazy and that that's just kind of part of it? I mean, that's I mean, kind of a tangent, I'm, but it's an interesting question. I agree. I'm no genius, but I also resisted <laughs> for years. I thought that they yeah, would dull yeah. my creativity yeah, totally. and my edge. Yeah. And I'm I'm not as accomplished. Yeah, I mean he's I mean well, close. Let's all agree. Effectively, that's much. true. Yeah. He's effectively like a billionaire, right? I mean, he's a very wealthy, yeah. successful man. So I'm sure at that point it becomes a little harder to rein in somebody who's like, well, it worked for me. Look at the life I have, you know. Although he seems rather tortured. He seems super unhappy. But yeah. I mean, as someone who is just kind of going through this reliving a breakup, like even though it was not even recent and it wasn't, you know, breakups are hard. He's going, yeah. he's a public person. Yeah. And um, it's torture. It's torture to see someone that you love with someone else. Yeah. And who are these like, and who are these like rebound people that are, I mean, it's very, very simple. Pete Davidson apparently has like one of the biggest penises in Hollywood. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, really? What I don't consider so is when you He's end a relationship, Sorry. you're not on I know. the rebound. I feel like you're not on the rebound because you have the upper hand. Mm-hmm. So you've been when thinking you about it. it. Like Kim, she decided the relationship was over. She's came to peace with it and then she broke up. So you're much, it, you can have a healthy rebound, I think healthier than the person yeah. who's dumped. Because when you're dumped, you're like right. destroyed, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have like Julia Fox showing up and then you have the new person, forget her oh, name. Oh, is there a new person? Who's the new person? Um, she is somebody who I am told looks uh, quite a bit like Kim. Oh, God. Julia Fox did say she got an entirely new wardrobe out of it. Like she showed up at their first date and he bought her a room full of clothing. That's what he did with Kim. Kanye, you can call me. (laughs) Kanye, I'd like some spring clothes. So you'd like some Balenciaga crime tape dresses that that. (laughs) 
through nostrils. <laughs> yes. Yes. I want one of those hoodies that like goes over my face. You can take me to Chili's at Bennington. Okay. Like a dress mind. made out of an entire traffic cone. That's just <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I mean, I've those, been in town traffic. Those shoes that he makes are so ugly. They're almost beautiful. They are. They I've are. been and, in a store where they're at. They're, they're like floating sea foam, and people <laughs> buy them. And they're in, hundreds in of mass. Dollars. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So this is this is from the <laughs> this is from the <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. The widely read because it's a very populous country, Hindustan Times. <laughs> oh wow! Is this? Are we going into your segment? No. Kanye okay. West's girlfriend, Cheney Jones, because I wanted to give her a name and not just. Oh, OK. Shares okay. pictures from date night. Fans say now he looks happy. So oh, come on. So he's he's like, not happy. Mm, Can you share bi- the screen? Uh, he's is he bipolar? Or is this his? Um... Yeah, I think that's what's widely believed. He's bipolar. I'm so um, glad you're sharing something from the Hindustan Times. Well, our, oh. my primary source as it's, oh yeah, as she does kind of a lot. Kim, Kim, like wow, with those glasses, he's like, here, put these on, show me your ass. <laughs> and he's wearing his <laughs> he's wearing his uh, face sock, his robber gear. <laughs> and um, uh, oh my god, speaking of robbery. Who was it that went into a bank the other day and slipped the note? What? Uh, what? That said, like, I need, I, just... to, I need to, um, went in a bank with a mask. Amanda Bynes, I'm just guessing. Ryan, About... the director? Oh, Ryan Coogler. Ryan Coogler, the, the director of Black Panther. And I mean... Oh, I thought you were saying someone actually, he was trying to, Okay, I thought you were saying who was the person who went in and tried to rob a bank, but no, he got arrested. No, I know for being taking out one hundred and twenty thousand. Yeah, but slipping of his own money. It's so. Wait, what happened? What happened? Tell us, Camilo, because I don't know about the slipping. He went in with a mask. I don't know how much of a face cover it was. This mask, but instead of speaking to the teller, he slipped a note. Okay, it's wait. I, I, I'm having a hard time with all of these details. It's like I. It's very bizarre. We don't have all of the, you know. I don't believe any of those details so far. I do um, not believe. Uh, I do not believe that any black man in his right man mind would go. First of all, if he had on a mask, I'm sure it was like just a COVID mask. Yeah. No, we meant to think that it was a ski mask or something. Okay. I so this highly is, doubt. This is from the the People's Newspaper, USA Today. Googler <laughs> handed the teller a written request to discreetly take out more than $10,000 from his account, according to her. The withdrawal caused an alert notification from his account. The teller, who was described as a black woman in the police report, then alerted her manager that Kugler was attempting to rob the branch and police responded to the scene. I mean, we're there's footage. I I haven't watched it. I didn't realize there was footage. Oh, I didn't either. But oh. I guess it was suspicious. I don't, I don't know. Enough to okay, trigger. It's the first time I'm seeing I'm hearing details about passing a note, which yeah. is I just odd and but, it's odd but but wait but it's also odd that it triggered a, an alert it triggers an alert when you withdraw more than ten thousand dollars there's a lot of details missing. alert i don't but, know i mean the I truth guess will come out eventually i'm sure i'll say this if you deposit more than ten thousand dollars in your account after 9 11 there are bank triggers yeah yeah, but not a yes. I I I've done both actually, and they they um, it's not an alert as in you're doing something wrong. It's more like the IRS has to track this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very strange, and he's not elaborating because he said I resolved it to my satisfaction with Bank of America. I'm not commenting further. That's basically okay. Like, that's fair. But he got handcuffed. Oh God! So he could he could. Theoretically, have like a huge deal out of it. Thing of it. Maybe I have to thinks- plug my computer in. 
I'll be right back. Okay. Edit that out of the podcast, Camila. No, no, no. We're leaving it. I don't. I don't warts, want them to see. I don't want them to, to see. All, this. Jen is unprepared. She hasn't charged her computer. <laughs> you can see that the Wizard of Oz has a fat butt. Okay, I'll be right back. It's you, like our podcast is just one long school project in which one of us <laughs> is not very prepared. Um, but... <laughs> exactly. And two people are carrying the whole damn thing. While the other one is just dead weight. Who All the weight in the projects. Butt. Yes. Write us and let us know if you hated group projects. Oh, I, I can tell you right now. I, I think I've commented on the on the show before where I had to freaking do a whole model of Roman city because my teammates were just too inept to actually create 3D buildings in grade well, 11. Okay. <laughs> to be fair, not everybody has like 3D modeling skills, Camilo. <laughs> We're like, what, what the, what's wrong with you? Why don't you guys, why aren't you real engineers? I think we were like in the, I think we were in like the drafting class though, that you were supposed to be able oh. to draw like models that could be cut and assembled. I, think I that remember was my brother was in those classes and yeah. he would always come up with all of these amazing yeah. things. But yeah, H- had I been on your school project team for that, I would have been dead. Wait, wait. <laughs> I'm like completely honest. I'm like, Sylvia, really? You can't make a Coliseum out of cardboard. <laughs> What's your fucking What did plan? I miss? What did I, I miss? Creative ideas. We were talking about um, group projects and how much they suck. Yeah. Oh, you mean like art by consensus? Uh, well, you le- no art, art junior by high school forci- and high school level. Oh. Yes, <laughs> I was like, have you ever done device theater? Yeah, uh, ha- yeah. have I, Jen? Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, Does let me give you all my ideas, and you can take the credit. Yeah. What's that? Oh my god! Does anybody know when yeah. we started this? I. Oh yes, we started like twenty minutes Eight, ago. 11. Yeah, it it's was been about 20 minutes. Okay, we can ramble for like five more minutes and then. Oh, wonderful. Um, what else do I have to say? Hmm. Okay, we've covered Kanye. <laughs> we've covered, we've uh, covered Heidi Montag's. Uh, Heidi Montag. Um, the oh, war. Brittany. Brittany had Brit- some interesting posts today. Let's talk about it. We talked about her last weekend. She always seems like she's in she she feel she seems like she's in the same place that Kanye West is. She seems more cheerful. I'll have to say mm-hmm. that. that's true. She you know, whatever she's going through, she's feeling great. It seems like all the time. Do you mean um, the, the exclamation use has increased even further? Um, she I loves an exclamation. She today was something about a breast. I got halfway through the. She loves peaches and thongs and flowers. (laughs) Yes. And oh, I think she deleted it. Ooh, I have yet to experience the return of thongs. I'm not I'm not seeing it out in the wild. Uh, I I, I was out and about a few days ago and like I was looking to see if. You know, you were looking for thongs. Yes. I mean, it is still kind of winter here. So maybe that's deterring people from the look. So is that like your version of like red car, blue car, yellow car? You're like thong punch Jim in the shoulder, thong punch him in the shoulder. Red thong. (laughs) Yeah. Yellow thong. I see that. Neon. We do. We do that with ponds as we drive around the countryside. Pond. Oh, and of course, cute. cows and horses. It's required to mention cows and horses. And then like, it's exciting if there's goats. I think thongs are, is a better. Uh, you just need to come to my front yard. I literally have all of those things right here. Thongs? Goat pond. Oh. Oh. Thongs. I, yeah, I got do you have thongs. thongs. I'm wearing thongs. I mean, thong. Yeah, thong, thong, thong. thong. Of- the, oh, the thong song. You remember that? Yeah. Oh, guys, it was in the New York Times puzzle on Saturday. Was Wordle? It? Yes. It was like, 
it was a Cisco 2003 hit. And it was, oh, I was yes. like, please, thong song. Come on. <laughs> it, was the, it was like in the, it was like one of the marquee answers in the middle. And then, you know, it. and then I, I read a blog, as you all know, uh, I think I mentioned uh, about the New York Times puzzle because I want to know what the fuddy duddies think. And many people were very upset. That oh, that really? Correct. Do you think that in not- the future um, we'll get dumbed down versions of everything? So Jeopardy will be like in this year, <laughs> this a pop star was feuding with his wife over <laughs> TikTok. Yeah. And then but, people will be know, like, Bleh. Jeopardy does is has always kind of run the gamut. Like it always has had the, the dumbed down category. But yeah. Like, on the whole, you would need to know some stuff that was quote unquote like smart people stuff. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. But then, and then there was always kind of the dumb, dumber uh, game shows like Wheel of Fortune. Yes. And, like no matter how dumb and basic, there's always somebody has <laughs> every, like <laughs> has got every freaking letter there except for like a vowel and a. <laughs> Yeah, actually, that happened like last week. Somebody, it was like, literally, I'll find it. People were posting it on Twitter. It was like feather in your cap. And like the only, literally the only thing missing was like the O in in your person. (laughs) Couldn't, I mean, it was like uh, the death of civilization. It was not, I was was, hoping it was rough. Feather in your cop? Feather in your cup. cup. Yeah. <laughs> feather, oh man. Feather in your lap. I guess some some people miss out on those idioms. Sure, but that's not even like if the word if it's everything except the word. I have to find it now. You're yeah, you, now. You I need to, to find it. I do too. The um, world of messed up. Wheel of Fortune guesses is it's like so vast. There's so much footage. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of dumbness. And of course, there's so many that end up looking provocative with what's left. It's left. Well, four letters. F blank blank K. Hmm. (laughs) Of course, I don't know what other word. Also, what's the (laughs) other one? Family Feud. That's another one that's really pretty dumb, but people also mess up quite but they really lean into it but oh my god he said boobs yeah true okay camila you have to put this in the show notes every time you say you have to put something in that show notes you have to send me because she never sends me the link that i need to put in the show notes i've also i was just gonna say i've never seen anything that was put in the show notes not not a single thing that we promised well listeners we will this week. I think instead this of going in the show notes, it needs to go into our social media account. So you need to actually post it there so that we have more content and the show notes okay. is exclusively about us. Okay, got it. I will. And the only link I'll eat my words. <clears throat> One link only to our Patreon. Okay, absolutely. All right. Well, speaking I'm of Patreon and Uh-oh. primo content, I can't wait to hear what you're going to tell us this week, Camilo. Me All right. Too. Well, I'm going to tell Is you. Is it from Hindustan Times? <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, no, no, this is actually from, uh, please, I wouldn't use the Hindustan Times. Or is it Times the Mooney paper? I wouldn't trust them with our marquee segment. <laughs> why, um, why not? Narendra. Yeah. Narendra probably Narendra, have a, a, a readership of like two billion people. Seriously. Hindu, Hindu nationalist have, president Narendra Modi is probably like influencing what gets printed yeah. in the Hindustan Times. So. The New York Times is probably salivating at their numbers. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So... Um, the New York Times has been meeting its uh, it's been meeting its um, subscription goals actually apparently, mm. and bringing Wordle under their umbrella has created like this divisive um, has added more people because people are addicted to Wordle, but um, has also upset others. Um, Those people need to get hobbies quickly. 
or foster some children. Uh, they need to uh, take up woodworking and volunteer at a soup kitchen because oh, that oh, is oh, too much but, time. But, but they've lost a five minute yeah. tops daily source of distraction. <clears throat> Which is Wordle. Wordle. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. All right. Um, let's take it. Right. Let's take it to the kids. What are the cool kids up to? What music do they like? Where do they go at night? Are they watching sexy Netflix shows or anime or both? Cool, cool kids like really cool kids. We want to know what you're up to. Ah, as if. What are the cool kids up to? What music do they like? (laughs) Okay. Are these kids cool? That's... We're going to decide whether this is cool or not cool. I, I think we're... Do we get to judge people in this segment? I, I think we're going to have compassion. Oh. I think we're going to, oh. I think we're going to have an emotional roller coaster. I think we're going to have some judgment. Oh, uh, wow. I, I, I think we're Are we going watching to... E.T.? <laughs> God. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, not E.T. I, I'm the only oh, child. No. I'm the only child who saw that movie and was like, eh. You really are a sociopath. I don't know if I can do this, Kim. Yeah. Uh, Jen, I'm kind of right there with you. But... I know. I'm scared now. All right, Camilo, lay it on like, us. And when you see like sick E.T., like. like Stop like talking about E.T. Raw hamburger lying in a ditch near the end of the movie. It's like throw him on a grill. Like he looks he looks God. ready to be put between two patties. I literally can see the soul coming out of your eyes. That's hideous. God, you me up. You you remind me of this like little freaking Toyota sedan I saw today. That was white, 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 white. Whoa. Headlights, red like a demon's oh, eye. Okay, now I like this. Wow, that's that quite a car. I, and I and I said demon car wow. under one hundred percent. Medium hot take. Spielberg for me is like lots of duds, lots of good, lots of highlights. It's a roller coaster of a director. Um, do not care for <laughs> ET. So to he's too manip- he's too emotionally manipulative in a lot of his movies. Okay, so this is not what we're talking about. Um, we, we can address that topic in the future okay. because I think Spielberg has defined so many our generation so much. All right, this is about bigorexia. Are we familiar with the term? No. So I don't think I want to be. Me neither. <laughs> sounds terrible. Yeah, this sounds right. something that I wish I will, like, after hearing about it, I will wish that I didn't know about it. I, I think uh, I, th- I think you're, you're maybe projecting yourself onto it because you said you had a big butt, but it's not about that at all. Um, okay. It, this is about teen boys who are obsessed with getting a muscular physique because oh. on TikTok and Instagram, they are being role modeled and they're obsessing over guys like that are very built and that share workout techniques. And it's kind of uh, reaching a fever pitch uh, these days because of social media, obviously the wonderful social media. And the whole gist of this is that it, how social media affects girls is discussed a lot, but not so much how it affects boys. And as, yeah. the, as the advocate for young men on this podcast, <laughs> I, I thought I should bring this important issue to light. So this is an article by Alex Hawgood. Um, he has a little picture in the New York Times. It's very attractive man. So I, I want to change his name. Alex, Alex, come on the pod. Hot good. Huh? Not Hawgood. Oh, yeah. Hot, like H-A-W-T good. Hotty so, good. Hotty good. Yeah, sure. Can we get him on the pod? Uh, Alex? Yeah, Alex, no if you're out there, um, you can talk to us and then date us. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're I'm, sure. I'm, I'm actually the only single one on the pod. I, yeah. So but I can be the side piece to Kim's main piece. The rest of us um, are malleable. We are, you know, we're open to, well, hi, Jim. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so this article is very lengthy and I'm going to try to not read everything, but the opening paragraph is like already a shocker. Like many high school athletes, Bobby 16, a junior from Long Island, has spent years whipping his body into shape through protein diets and workouts. 
Between rounds of Fortnite and homework, Bobby goes online to study bodybuilders like Greg Doucette, a 46-year-old fitness personality who has more than 1.3 million YouTube subscribers. Bobby also hits his local gym as frequently as six days a week. Like this hit me like a Mack truck because I'm like, Mm. like many high school athletes, he's taking protein diets and like working out. Like I didn't realize I thought you just, I thought you just played the sport that you play. Are you kidding? This is is wild to me that he's working out six days a week. Like, don't you just have that body from being a teen and like doing some sport? No. (sighs) I mean, I don't know how ripped is he. Do you you really want me to pull up? Look, I didn't pull up any pictures of these guys. Put up the pictures and put them in the show notes. No, no, no. We don't know. We don't know. Bobby is uh, Bobby is uh, because he's a minor. His last name is not being shared. Uh Um, Alex Hawgood has made sure that uh, he remains. What about the guy that the influencer that he follows? That's that's curious that he is. That these influencers that are middle aged are having so much sway over these young kids. That's very interesting. It is very strange, right? For a yeah, sixteen year old. But I don't know. Like, have sixteen year olds always looked up to middle aged guys like rock and roll stars if they want to do music? I I don't. Do they? Well, yeah. Within yeah, they they do. Within there are within certain things that that reason. have that transcend like oldness. It's not because they're old. It's because in spite of their oldness, they're cool. So maybe certain things like, okay, being able to shred on the guitar and having like ripped abs means that you transcend oldness. Wait, shredding on the guitar? Come on, Kim, or shredding your abs. I, you know what? I, it was right there, Kim. I purposefully did not use that. I'm not so in love with, uh, trust me, Camilo, I was way ahead of you and purposely did not use that. I am not as in love with puns as you are. Uh, this is the quality content that our listeners- Honey bun. Oh, okay. Um, so so um, Bobby isn't getting buff so he can start stand out during varsity tryouts. His goal is to compete in a different arena. Ladies and, ladies and ladies, you got it. TikTok. God, um, what a fucking scourge. Bobby said he, he falls behind on his schoolwork because he dedicates so much time to weightlifting and prepping high protein meals. So a 2019 survey uh, of the California Journal of Health Promotion, which we all subscribe to, examined body image in boys. Almost a third of the survey boys ages 11 to 19 were dissatisfied with their body shapes. Now, this was interesting to me because I assumed all teenage boys are dissatisfied, have always been dissatisfied with their body. I was, you know, I was so skinny, but I, I also wonder if it's a factor of my suppressed gay identity. I don't think that all boys at the time. are happy. In fact, in fact, I would I would venture to say around the same ages that boys in adolescence boys are much more confident regardless of their body shapes because that's just messages that they're getting from society. They're, they're just not held up to maybe that's changing. Maybe that's, you know, this, this story is illustrating that that's changing. But as I was coming up, boys were always confident no matter what the hell they looked at, like, you know? Hmm. A, yeah. A large but they were projecting outward confidence and, and, in this article, it also indicates that obviously with their TikTok and everything, they're projecting all this confidence, but they're very insecure. If you read throughout about, well, mm-hmm. I'll read you a, a quote in a second. But when I was a kid and I was reading the amazing Spider-Man and X-Men and even Alpha Flight, the low rent Canadian X-Men, uh, in the back of those magazines, you always had that like Charles Atlas, like send this in and get, you know, don't be the weakling at the beach who gets beat up. Like your girlfriend yeah. gets stolen by a muscle guy, like send this in and get the exercise old. tips and this workout God, we're old because I remember those send in, in the back of magazine things too. Uh-huh. It's like you cut it out. You send in, <laughs> 
self-addressed stamp envelope with, I mean, what the hell? I mean, it might as well have been 1857. <laughs> that, that's, that's the level of technology we were dealing with. So, uh-huh. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So it made all the nerds who read these comic books feel really insecure about their bodies and how like our non-existent girlfriends were going to get stolen by a muscle, you know, stud at the beach, which is very entertaining. It is kind of entertaining. Um, This guy, Brian Flam, he's 18, so we can give his last name. A college, a college freshman mm-hmm. in Illinois often posts shirtless videos of himself in the locker room of uh, his gym, flexing his chiseled hamstrings and pictorial muscles. But once his camera's off, he throws on a hooded sweatshirt to disguise his body while he works out. I try not to look at myself, he said. I just get discouraged, especially when you look at social media and see these guys who utilize camera angles and lighting to make themselves appear as if they're three times the size they actually are. So that's the issue, right? And to me, it was interesting because these teenagers are experiencing what young gay men of a certain generation, I think, experience when Marky Mark started appearing on billboards in Calvin Klein underwear <laughs> and go-go boys at the bars were had impossibly perfect bodies. So are you just are you glad now that there maybe there's some level of empathy now? You think that gay men have dealt with this extreme um focus on physical beauty um and 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 straight men haven't had to deal with up until this point i'm not glad because these are teenagers if they were if they were adult it's like yeah okay you know women have experienced it for centuries so get, get a taste of it now you know but um the fact that they're teens and they're navigating all this other stuff if you read further in the article there's kids like as young as 10 on tiktok and instagram reaching out to these guys as you're my hero because they post pictures of themselves like flexing and displaying their i guess it's less about the gender and more about the technology isn't it really in In a way and the exposure of what you're seeing if you grew up in the 80s and 90s like a man was a basically a schlubby dad on TV who was hopeless and everything had to be fixed by the wife, right? Oh, well, there was Tom Selleck, you know, the man. Maybe maybe there were extremes. There was like a dad and there was Tom Selleck. To me, there was Tom Selleck. He was extremely hairy and had like a great mustache. Mm-hmm. Even that body, like that fat I don't know. God, that was like early 80s body wasn't excessively big or muscular. This is just yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was definitely a, a masculine ideal. But go ahead, Jack. I have a question to ask you too, that just came to me thinking about this. Do you think that you've in your lifetime, do you think you've seen people become more narcissistic? For me, it's really hard to tell because Yes, as a gay man, I've moved in the most insanely narcissistic circles. So Mm -hmm. I and all of us having lived in New York also, I think that's compounds it. Yeah. So it's it's hard to say. I I would say it's maybe it was just always there. It's just easier. It's on full display now. Right. Every thought, every picture, every meal, every everything. Right. You know, we, we need to share. Yeah. But I wonder if like 20 years ago, if we stumbled across like an Instagram feed, we'd be like shocked by how someone, you know, like post selfies or like showed off their wealth or like, I wonder if that would seem that would have seemed very shocking to us in a way that because it's been so gradual that now it's sort of like oh that's just culture i think i think it might be shocking in a way what it strikes me as i mean there's always been that element like you know rock stars or or there's always certain people that we put on a pedestal and we want to know everything about them and they we can't get enough of their pictures and what they're doing what they're eating for breakfast and you know but though that that space was reserved for celebrities. And now everybody has this sort of 
veneer of celebrity because there is that access that you can give a large amount of people. Right. You're just a regular person. So I think, you know, sometimes it strikes me that people are like putting out quote unquote content on their like, you know, little feeds. And I'm like, is this working up to something or like, are we becoming an influencer now? Or is it just like, you're putting out content because we're all expected to quote unquote, put out content, even if we're just regular people who have the internet. Yeah. This surprised me because I thought we were an age of body positivity. And I also thought a lot of the teen idols nowadays don't are not, don't have this body type from BTS to Harry Styles. That's all the teen idols I can think of right now, but (laughs) just like sort of a more, fluid sexual identity um appearance like i thought that's what was the thing now right so i was surprised to read in certain classes it is like if you came to bennington it's all it's everything you've described like Mm. it's all fluid you know hairy styles yeah would probably be too macho like it's all very it's all it's it seems to me we're just in niche everything's a niche market so you've got the meatheads tiktok then you've got the there is no gender tiktok and just imagine the internet like a school lunchroom and everybody has got their table and everybody, the meatheads are sitting together, the burnouts are sitting together, the pretty girls are sitting together. It's like, it's basically, it's mean girls. Yeah, it's mean girls. It is. Yeah. But so, nothing, like so nothing has changed except these, it's just more extreme versions of the jocks. But what's interesting is that jocks used to no, be No, I think popular. what Jen is saying that that's not there there's just more there's more diversity. That's not the thing. Jocks aren't the thing. That's the thing. There's enough niches as there are like subjects on the internet. You know, you can any any niche can be as big or small as as you want it to be. Like there are just a countless rabbit holes. I don't think that being big is the thing. It's a thing. And if you are a teenager and you have access to the internet, you can go down that rabbit hole as far as you want. But if you decide you want to be like, you know, slightly feminine, like K-pop star aesthetic, you can go way far down that rabbit hole too. And you can be, you can feel just as inadequate (laughs) with either one because that's what the internet does. It just makes you feel inadequate. It's just more it makes extreme, you feel right? inadequate like, or it reinforces whatever your proclivity is. Yeah. And and echoes it back to you, which and is being, pretty terrible for civil for civil society. Well, being inadequate is the essence, feeling inadequate is the essence of adolescence, right? Like yes. it's just but what fascinates me about this is that back in our day, you had the jocks and the jocks were actually popular and they drove, um, you know, not just the jocks, the jocks and the queen bees or whatever you want to call them at the time. They just drove sort of the social agenda and they were the, the people to be with and the nerds were isolated. And now I think we're in a time where nerds, geeks, whatever, they actually there's a whole ecosystem for them to flourish in. Um, yeah, they may still get picked on, but it's way more acceptable to be politically engaged or like Dungeons and Dragons, or, you know, it's comic books. It's not marginalized like it was when I was a kid. Whereas these are the kids that are now marginalized because like this guy's like, I've completely lost my social skills. Like he avoids socializing with friends because he fears the next day's workout. And how could that, that could affect my muscle growth. Um, there's so many memories that I've missed because I've been at the gym. I basically don't leave my house besides for groceries, work and the gym. Yeah. I mean, this is like disordered though. I mean, that's really extreme behavior. It's, it's obsessiveness. I mean, it sounds like, yeah, bigorexia does sound like a kind of version of, or there's a word over exercise or whatever it is. Yeah. Anorexia or something. Yeah. I mean, that's really extreme. I will say within the like parameters of everyone now has a niche market in which they can fill. 
into Mm -hmm. um, and that the internet has kind of spawned culture that exists online and offline. I am struck being on a college campus, how unbelievably cruel they are though to each other online. Mm -hmm. Like it's fucking shocking to me. How do you know? Because there's an app on campus called Yodel. It's it's basically anonymous Twitter. Oh, and yeah, it's really fucking cruel. Can we talk about this next episode? I want to hear. Yeah, it's like I'm I find it shocking. Also, I'll say this. All of them have seen somebody get dragged mercilessly online and it really affects their behavior, like how they interact with each other Mm -hmm. in a way that I'm like, this is just as cruel as anything in high school I saw in high school, if not crueler. Wow. So I I want to hear so much more. It's really vicious. It's really wild because it's like, I'm not give it away. Come back next week. Yeah. Come back next year. I'll tell you all about anonymous Twitter. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Great. We have to wrap it up. Yeah. So what do we want to tell our listeners before we go? Find the niche market for you. <laughs> send us, send us your uh, TikTok like muscle posing clips. Yeah, if you if that's what you do. Um, don't skip leg day, bro. Don't... <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Skip it if you want. Skip all the days if you want. Lift you? you do you even lift, bro? What? <laughs> do you even lift, bro? Um, we can be reached at halfway there. The podcast on the socials um we're still trying to ramp up our content we may we may show our bodybuilding videos 100 yeah. percent. no 100 110 percent is what we do uh-huh. 110 percent oh god okay void rage <laughs> take down a notch uh, what else? Send us your uh, since you just send us your message, your kind messages, your stories of just, of Gen X something. Yeah, just <laughs> let us know you're out there, bro. We need to. This is like the SETI program that search for extraterrestrial by <laughs> something information. Uh, we need to hear that you're out there. We want to hear something. We're the aliens, and we're just waiting for someone oh, okay. signal. Halfway there, the podcast at gmail.com. And uh, if you donate to our Patreon, there are some cool extras you can get, including like our Keep It Perky t shirt. Keep it perky. Keep it perky. Jen? Keep it perky. (laughs) (laughs) This has been Halfway There, but it's also the end. The end of this episode of Halfway There. You get it.